minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Darkest times on a pitch black night He rode a horse of the purest white He knocked on the door, got a prisoner free In his hand a bag of money What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And I call the man They surrounded me These three words they set me free When you got no strength and you cry and please Lost in the forest can't find the trees Here's what you do when the money runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Here's what you do when the gold runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And call the
Did I? 
No, you don't have to be Bresla to be Besimcha But you gotta be Besimcha to be Bresla No, you don't have to be Bresla to be Besimcha But you gotta be Besimcha to be a Yee now you don't have to be Chabad to want Mashiach you gotta want Mashiach to be a year. Now you don't have to be a Tzioimi to love Eretz Yisrael. But you gotta love Eretz Yisrael to be a year. Oh no, you don't have to be a Midbar to learn the Torah. But you gotta have Rosh Hashanah to be an
Bad news is everywhere. I shut my eyes, shut my ears, and now. Cause I know there's a better day coming, blowing in from the north and south. But I don't give up. I let my love shine bright. I won't give up, no, 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 I won't give up, I let my love shine bright, I won't give up, no, 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 don't put me down for the way that I look, for what I wear, it's just this skin I bear. Come a time when all men and women will live as one At least I do believe So I don't give up I let my love shine bright Won't give up, no, 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 no I put my faith in the only one Put my faith in these things that I've done Put my faith in the only one And I put my faith in love Put my faith in love But I won't give up No, no Gets a little closer every day. May seem a million miles away, but it gets a little closer every day.
Uh, one amazing hour of music. Schlockrock with Enkel Okenu. You heard Diaspora and Halleluka. Baruch Haba with Shalshelis. Udi Ulman with Viazor. Yaakov Shweki's Kedai. Baruch Hagever. Eli Deutsch. Aryeh Kunstler. Don't give up. To be a Yid. That was Joey Newcomb by request. Anna Avda from Big Time Alterheim. Chabad Medley from Yaakov Shweki. Shlomo Katz and Toda. And Alakad the Mayor from Eighth Day. Regesh, of course. Moda Ani opening things up. And we literally say good morning. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com, and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Plenty going on. We'll update you coming up. First, Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesdays next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzal, Yerushalayim, Asha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Kan Rani Avnai, Yimash, Shekorei Achshav. 
שר החוץ גבי אשכנזי נפגש בשעה זו עם שר החוץ הבחרייני עבד אל-עטיף א-זיאני שהכריז נפתח שגרירות בישראל. אני שמח לבשר על בקשתה הרשמית של ממלכת בחריין לפתוח שגרירות בישראל ועל קבלתה של הבקשה המקבילה של ישראל לפתוח שגרירות בבחריין. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג מוסיפה כי שר החוץ אשכנזי בירך בנאומו על החלטת הרשות הפלסטינית לחדש את התיאום הביטחוני עם ישראל ואמר הדלת שלנו למשא ומתן פתוחה גם עכשיו. ראש הממשלה נתניהו גינה בצהריים את ההפגנה אמש מול ביתה של משפחת פרקש בקיסריה ששכלה את בנה סרן תום פרקש, זיכרונו לברכה, במלחמת לבנון השנייה. בהודעה מטעם הליכוד נכתב, ראש הממשלה נתניהו מקפיד כל חייו לכבד את תחושת האובדן של כל המשפחות השכולות, וכך חייבים לנהוג כולם מימין ומשמאל. ראש הממשלה מגנה בתוקף כל אמירה מסוג זה שקשורה לשכול, לרבות קריאה מסוג זה שהושמעה בקיסריה. יושב ראש יד לבנים, אלי בן שם, תקף אצל יעל דן. תוציאו את המשפחות השכולות מהפוליטיקה. אנשים כאלה צריכים לאשפז אותם, תנו את כל הקווים האדומים, זה התחיל כבר לפני שנתיים, שבכנסת חברי כנסת תקפו משפחות שכולות שהילדים שלהם עד היום נמצאים בעזה, וזה מחלחל גם לציבוריות הישראלית, והאנשים האלה, להוקיע אותם, זה אנשים מופרעים, זה אנשים חלאות המין האנושי. משפחתו של הרב שי אוחיון, זיכרונו לברכה, שנרצח בפיגוע בפתח תקווה לפני כחודשיים וחצי, פנתה לצה"ל בבקשה לעצור את בנייתו המחודשת של בית המחבל. מפרסם כתבנו ביהודה ושומרון, שחר גליק. במכתב ששלחה המשפחה לאלוף פיקוד המרכז באמצעות עורך הדין חיים בלייכר מארגון חוננו, הם מבקשים להפסיק את בניית הבית שצה"ל הרס רק לפני כשבועיים בכפר רוג'ב שבשומרון, וכן מבקשת המשפחה לעצור מיד את כל המעורבים בבנייתו ולהכניסם לשנתיים מאסר, כפי שאומר הצו האוסר על בנייה מחדש של בתי מחבלים שנהרסו. שר האוצר ישראל כץ הודיע כי המשיך את הפטור ממכס על יבוא החמאה מחו"ל למשך שנתיים נוספות בניסיון למנוע את המחסור של המוצר בארץ. שר החקלאות אלון שוסטר תקף אצל עידן קבלר את ההחלטה. עוד צעד בדרך לחיסון, חברת פייזר הודיעה כי החיסון שלה יעיל ב-95% וכי צפויה להגיש בקשה לאישור בתוך ימים ספורים. מכאן למזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולט.
In the AM, David Gabe off of Shirei Pinchas with uh, with that selection, uh, Hatov. Before that, Avremo, Avram Fried here at JM in the AM. Oh, we should do the new one from Avram Fried as well. Uh, actually, there's a couple of new ones. Try to get to them coming up at JM in the AM. So later on this morning, our friends at Art Scroll, who, by the way, uh, I, I've got a, I hope I, I need you everyone to pay attention for the next thirty seconds. Everything at Art Scroll right now, 20% off with promo code radio. Any book, any book that you purchase at artscroll.com uh, right now, because of uh, our partnership at JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network with uh, Art Scroll, every single book, 20% off and free shipping with no minimum when you use promo code radio. All right, can I say that one more time before the 30 seconds is up? 20% off, free shipping, no minimum on any book, any book, when you use promo code radio. Now, I remind you that when you go to the website, there's 3,000 Art Scroll titles. You might want to uh, use your promo code radio for the brand new one that we're going to be discussing in the 8 o'clock hour. Naftali Horowitz's book, You Revealed, A Torah Path to a Life of Success. And um, tomorrow on this program, tomorrow right here at JM in the AM, and uh, <laughs> I've been informed just how lucky a radio announcer I am, so don't worry. I've already been told. Tomorrow in the 8 o'clock hour, Leah Shapira, one of five women responsible for the book Dinner Done, Practical Recipes for Your Busy Day, from the ladies who are uh, well-known because of their following called Between Carpools. Between Carpools has a book, Dinner Done, Practical Recipes for Your Busy Day. I know that it's doing really well out there already. So number one, we speak to Leah Shapira tomorrow. Yeah, it's a 300-page cookbook. It's, you know, it's pretty high quality. Uh, we speak to Leah Shapiro tomorrow in the 8 o'clock hour. And anybody today who goes to artscroll.com and uses promo code radio, it's 20% off, it's free shipping, it's no minimum for the brand-new cookbook, Dinner Done. All right? So keep those two things in mind because uh, there's a lot happening at Artscroll, you can imagine between now and uh, and Hanukkah. In fact, this deal on every single book for Anachum single listeners is all the way until December the 21st. When does Hanukkah start? Hanukkah starts on December 10th, right? Yeah. This is literally through Hanukkah. Literally through Hanukkah. Use promo code radio. Tell everybody you know to use promo code radio and get 20% off free shipping and no minimum at artscroll.com. Wednesday morning with 35 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 41. So we will speak with um, Naftali Horowitz coming up. 
book is called You Revealed. And um, he'll be on our broadcast coming up at 8 a.m. Eastern time if you keep it here at JM in the AM. All right, we mentioned the uh, the brand new Avremo, right? Avram Fried is out with a couple. Well, I mean, he's out with a couple of songs that are uh, making their mark as new selections under his uh, under his leadership. Uh, this one is called Shvuri Lev on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Come on, y'all. 
כמו ים שלא חוף. רק תגיד לי מי, מי יחבק אותי, ויבטיח שאני לא אכנע
Jam in the AM, Ashira, done by uh, Ari Goldwagon Company on the um, Yeshley I Cole album here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Avramel, Avram Freed with the uh, with the brand new one, a cover of a pretty well-known Israeli hit entitled Shvure Lev here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning, sunshine and a high of 41. I know it's uh, pretty chilly out there. 67 in Yerushalayim, 35 here in New York. As we say, good morning at JM in the AM. Um, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies. Pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Oh, did we have an unbelievable salami this past job is from uh, A&H. Oh, my gosh. It was just, it was so good, and uh, Mrs. Siegel prepared it so well, I must say. I had grabbed it. I was at Aaron. Here's the story. I was at Aaron's in Queens, <laughs> and I'm walking by the provisions uh, section, and it's staring me in the face, this large, incredible A&H salami, and I know how delicious it is, and it's so, so much better than, most, than any of the others, frankly. And um, I grab it and say, you know what? You never know. You never know. You never know when you're going to be in the mood for salami. Little did I know that Mrs. Siegel on Erev Shabbos would prepare with, I don't know, the most amazing sauce and, you know, and with the most uh, incredible, uh, whatever she did, she'd prepare this amazing, delicious salami, which we had on Friday night. Just incredible. Anyway, so <laughs> A&H makes delicious <laughs> classics, including pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more, old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more, and modern better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items as well. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. I tell it like it is. I'm not supposed to tell you. I went ahead, I made the bold move of uh, tossing a big uh, A&H salami into the shopping cart. Yeah, that takes some guts sometimes, you know. Just to, you know, on a whim, toss something into the shopping cart. Little did I know that the magician herself would turn it into uh, something incredible to eat. Had no clue. I thought I'd be eating it plain, you know, and enjoying it, frankly. Turns out to be this delicacy. Retirement, often an investor's ultimate goal, but during these times of uncertainty, that goal may seem harder to reach. That's why at Rosenbaum Financial Services, we're committed to helping our clients navigate the complexities of retirement planning in a straightforward, easy-to-understand way. Our team of financial professionals work closely with you to build out a plan specific to your needs to lead you to the right track for a successful retirement. You've worked hard all your life to get to this point. Work together to help achieve retirement dreams with Rosenbaum Financial Services. Go to taxcpa2.com taxcpa2.com or dial 1-800-829-2722, 1-800-829-2722. JM in the AM, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas HaRav Zevran of Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Ikra our main service of Hashem, is to work on our Amuna to experience the world's events through the eyes of Emunah. After 120 years, the questions will be asked to a person, did you deal faithfully? When an individual makes an investment, he doesn't just leave it, but constantly sees how he can improve on it. 
If it's real estate, he'll flip it, he'll sell it. Similarly, when we're young, we have a certain belief in emuna, but as we get older, we are supposed to constantly strive to broaden and deepen that belief. The Michta Melio states that attaining a level of pure emuna is difficult, even with regard to Avraham Avinu. He is the one who is deemed to have achieved a high level of emuna. Yet the Pasuk says, and he trusted in Hashem, and Hashem considered it to him as tztaka, righteousness. How does a person hope to perfect our own level of emuna? In fact, there are multiple degrees of emuna. Understandably, Avraham Avinu's level was at the highest. But you and I, we can strengthen our own personal level of emuna, no matter what the situation or circumstances. One of the candles that a certain woman would light would burn out each week. It was understandable if all went out, or a few, but each week only one candle would extinguish. She felt that it indicated a certain shortcoming in herself. She wanted to rectify it. She made a cheshben and nefesh, a personal accounting, and concluded that she should work on the midah of kas, anger. Often, she didn't remain even-tempered and would become angry even at her own children. Under pressure, even her shalom bias had become affected. She determined that the reason the candle was being extinguished was to let her know she should extinguish the fire of her own anger. The following week, she worked diligently to control her anger with a lot of signs of success. She noted when she lit the candles that one began to flicker and would soon go out. She turned her eyes to Hashem. You are my father. I know you are trying to teach me something with this candle. If it is true that you want me to conquer my anger, please let the candle continue burning. I know full well that I continue to get angry, but I will try to overcome this midah. However, if you will forgive me and burn like the other candles, I know I don't deserve to have an open miracle, but it would be a sign for me that would warm my heart. She instinctively looked at the candle that was going out and went to tend to her children who were waiting. When she came back 15 minutes later, the candle that was almost extinguished was somehow shining brightly. Its flame was full-sized, burning even more brightly than the other candles. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Yeah. 
of Adam Arishon done by Omek Hadavar. Pretty cool selection, huh? I certainly would say so. Uh, Yoni Stern before that here at JM and the AM with Kulam on a, uh, what is today? Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Second of Kislev. Hope your Rosh Chodesh was nice. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Full day, of course, here on the network, as you would suspect. We've got Bite Size with Yoni Pollock coming up at 9 o'clock. We've got an uh, 11 a.m. an appointment with uh, with Avrami for a delicious live lunch. Make sure to be tuned into the live lunch today between 11 and 1 o'clock. You don't want to miss that. That I could tell you. Oh, yesterday we revealed a very important piece of information that everybody out there needs to know. Go to shopeichlers.com. 
Not only is it your Hanukkah headquarters, they've got same-day delivery. Yes, you heard correctly. Same-day delivery um, to most neighborhoods in the New York and New Jersey area on orders that happen before 2 p.m. Plus free shipping on orders, $35 and more, and a whole bunch of amazing categories that you'll see perfect in preparation for Hanukkah shopping. Uh, on their website. Go to shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com, powered by Eichlers of Borough Park, and you will see exactly what we mean uh, regarding their website and regarding the uh, same-day delivery, which is frankly pretty cool. JM in the AM Wednesday, coming up. Whoa, I have to sneeze there for a moment. Uh, coming up, Naftali Horowitz. The book is called You Revealed, A Torah Path to a Life of Success. I read a lot of this book since it arrived in my home. Got a lot of questions. Naftali Horowitz will be joining us coming up at 8 o'clock this morning right here at JM&AM. Go to artscroll.com, by the way, because artscroll.com has the book at 20% off and free shipping if you use promo code radio. In fact, every one of Artscroll's 3,000 titles, every book, 20% off and free shipping if you use promo code radio. Until the 21st of December. That's like a month from now. So save and uh, get those books ASAP. By the way, speaking of books, I posted this on Facebook earlier today. Between Carpools has a brand new cookbook. (coughs) What was that? Entitled Dinner Done. Practical Recipes for Your Busy Day. Leia Shapira is scheduled for 8.20 a.m. tomorrow morning here on JMNAM. She's one of the five women responsible for this cookbook. Um, all right. I'm going to take a very close look at this cookbook in the next 24 hours and get a uh, list of questions together for Leia Shapira. There are some amazing recipes in here. You could tell just by the pictures. <laughs> I guess that's why they spend such an investment, not not just them, but every cookbook on the photographs, because, boy, <laughs> some of them look absolutely incredible. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. Sholeyach lachem, esen liyal navim. 
JM in the AM. Yaeli Greenfeld with his uh, selection entitled Hashmienu here at uh, JM in the AM. Before that, Mordechai Ben David with that classic, already a classic, Kula Mahuvim. Here on a uh, JM in the AM Wednesday morning. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network. And of course, in the beloved NSN app. Tomorrow on this program, Leah Shapira, who's from a uh, a group of five women who have a um, who have a social media presence, a social media handle known as Between Carpools. She's going to be our guest in the eight o'clock hour. The book is entitled Dinner Done. It's a brand new cookbook. Our friends at Art School are responsible for it. As we've been mentioning right now until the 21st of December, all the way through Hanukkah, if you use promo code radio at artscroll.com, it is 20% off and free shipping with no minimum. Yeah, talk about Hanukkah gifts. Artscroll is giving everybody a Hanukkah gift with this promo code. Again, use promo code radio, um, 20% off, free shipping, and no minimum on any of the 3,000 titles, including the brand new books at artscroll.com. So keep that in mind as we introduce uh, today's um, book feature. Uh, Naftali Horowitz is with us live via telephone. This would qualify, by the way. His book would qualify for that incredible deal from Artscroll. Naftali Horowitz is with us live via telephone. The brand new book is entitled You Revealed, A Torah Path to a Life of Success. As a managing director of the nation's largest investment bank. Rabbi Naftali Horowitz has learned a lot about the nature of success. He's from a great rabbinic family. He's also a man with a mission to help Jews in any way he can and help them he does. He's a Magid Shir. He's someone who's very active in Kirov. He he guides literally tens of thousands of people to a greater understanding of themselves, their challenges, and their hidden potential, both in face-to-face meetings and in his popular lectures. The book is entitled, You Revealed, A Torah Path to a Life of Success. Naftali Horowitz, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. What a pleasure to speak to you. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Although you cover a lot of the answer in the book itself, let me start by asking, why did you write the book? I wrote the book because there was just so much I wanted to teach people in my lectures and when I met with them and just time was of the essence. I just couldn't get it all out. And I just realized that as life was going on and the responsibilities were growing, I just needed to create some kind of mechanism to be able to teach people much more than my time allowed. You know, so I took the time that it, that I needed to write that book and, I think the second reason was is that it was a lot more in me as I write in the book than I knew. Uh, a lot more information, a lot more tire, many more strategies that I I just wasn't bringing to the forefront because I hadn't sat down and really contemplated about what was working for the people I was helping and what I was wor- what was working for myself. And in writing the book, I pulled a lot more out than I than I knew was there. You make it clear uh, that on the assumption, let, let's operate on the assumption for a moment that this is a that this is a self help book. Let's, let's let's assume for a moment 
that it falls into that category. And I think even you'd agree that to an extent, uh, you'd have to say that that it falls into that category. I hope you agree with that. Uh, you, you make it clear in the book that um, that a that a book like this that's out there to help people. Uh, when it's when it's uh, when it's coming to someone from an approach of Torah, when it's coming to someone with a uh, with a Torah path, so to speak, as you write on the cover, uh, it is much more valuable than the traditional self help books that are out there. In fact, I might argue, based on the way you write, that you have very little respect for for books like that that are not steeped in the Torah tradition. Would that be accurate? So I wouldn't use the word no respect, but I would say the following, that the Rabbani Shalom put us on this world to succeed. The Rabbani Shalom put us on this world with components that are there to help us succeed. Those components for us Torah Jews are components of a different nature than what traditional secular self-help books are meant to touch, enhance, and align. So the answer is, for a Torah Jew, Torah is the only answer. The Rebbe Hashem didn't put us on this world to live successfully pulling information from secular sources. Torah is what heals the soul. Torah is what aligns the person. And Torah is what supercharges them. So there are self-help books that are helpful to gain information about certain specific components of successful living. Uh, you know, so if a person has a certain issue and it's, you know, overcoming a certain idea, um, there's no question about it. Right. But what this book is trying to achieve is a much deeper component of self, the component that really makes us who we are. And for that, we can only turn to the Torah. Understood. All right. So, th- so if you find out that someone has more self-confidence or has changed their life or has gone about personal relationships differently based on books that are out there, that would not shock you. There are people that are telling good stories, that are inspiring people through different means, and they're able to reach them in that way. But Torah, you would argue, and I, w- I would not argue with you on this, is on a completely different level and really has the deep uh, understanding and the deep possibility to change someone from within, as you say, you revealed, and you mentioned this in the book. Like you're talking about the the real you, the essence of you, can be changed if you use a Torah approach. Correct. The other thing I'd argue, is we have the greatest psychologists in history, in our ancestry. You read Revolva, you read um, Rav Dessler, you read uh, the Sifrei Chaim. You read the Chavis and Levavis. I mean, I always tell people, if, if I translated the Chavis and Levavis into pure English, took all the Torah out, and put it out there with Double Bay or Penguin, it would be a bestseller. Right. The, 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 our our Mestora has so much deep psychology in it. Right. And and so why why not? Why right. not learn so- it? So, so feel the soul at the same time. So, someone who gravi- someone in our community who understandably would gravitate to a therapist, and I'll use that word with a small t for a moment. You know, somebody who they bounce things off of would gravitate toward that person. You know, and and, and be- because because you would assume that that the more they are familiar with our way of life, the more they're familiar with how our family and 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 uh, and tradition works, the the better off you are going to someone who understands that. The more that person 
is steep, like you just said, you know, as as if they are educated by the uh, the Bali Musser, as if they're you know have a deep Torah understanding of so many of our great rabbis do. The more they are steeped in that, it is very possible the more they're going to be able to help people in our community who come to them for advice. Unbelievable that you said that. I've had over the years many therapists call me um, because I've I've met with people who needed help. And they were being seen by therapists, and and the therapist called me and said they met with you two or three times, and I the, the results were remarkable. What are you doing? What are you telling them? And I and I've educated many therapists on how you can you can embody both Torah and traditional therapy all in the same. Right. Many therapists have bought this book. Many therapists have written to me ideas such as such as quieting the mind, ideas of, of developing mission and meaning in life, these are, these are such deep concepts that change the mindset of the person. So I encourage therapists to read this book and then look back at the Torah and say, even though you went for a secular education, there's so much that the Torah has that can help you help others. Naftali Horowitz is with us. The book is called You Revealed, A Torah Path to a Life of success. Now, I, I don't know you well. Essentially, we've only met in this unusual forum, frankly, uh, but it's well known that you're managing director of the nation's largest investment bank, and obviously you're surrounded by a lot of what people would call material success. Can only someone like you write this book? In other words, I understand that you're the, the point you're making that someone who's steeped in Torah and has has been enveloped by a Torah atmosphere their entire life can give the best advice when it comes to someone searching for, you know, the inner self. I get that. But are you I, maybe I should put it differently. Are you at an advantage because you have dealt really with both worlds and you come from our tra- traditional background, but in addition to that, you have been in the, you know, the the real action-packed world of finance, is there a tremendous advantage to having you as the author having been in both arenas? That, the answer is undoubtedly yes, um, because uh, for a few reasons. One is I have the credibility. There are things that I write in that book about the material world where, you know, when my rabbis used to tell me that money doesn't buy happiness and that there's really nothing to it, I was you know, we always thought in the back of our minds, maybe subconsciously, of course, because he doesn't have any, and he doesn't come across it. Right. Well, I can write an entire book on that one chapter alone, which I touch on in the book, because I've seen it all. Um, the second reason is is that, you know, I remember I was once teaching a care of class in the city, and I was talking about the real world the real world, and some guy got up in the back of the room and says, Rabbi, what do you know about the real world? He didn't know who I was. And I said, what don't I know about the real world? And I let him know what I do during the day. So that, that I think, is one reason. The other reason is, is that because I am who I am, people come to me. People um, want to hear what I have to say. Unfortunately, sometimes people want to hear what a managing director, J.P. Morgan, has to say more than a pulpit rabbi. And I understood that when I was young, which is probably one of the reasons that one of the things that drove me to do what I do, which is you can effectuate more change from the corner office than you can from the mailroom. Right. So I have met with thousands of people, and I have helped all those people through issues, and they came to me because of who I was. And had I just been a Torah Jew alone, 
I'm not sure they would have come to me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's sort of like, you know, many people would enjoy hearing, you know, a star basketball player who's now from talk about Frumkite compared to exactly. compared to hearing a rabbi tell you, you've got a certain level of celebrity, Naftali Horowitz. What can I tell you? <laughs> and, that, and that and that attracts people uh, to hear what you have to say. Now, you, you got to, I mean, there's, there's so much, as I said to you off the air, there's so much I could discuss. I think we could do a 10-part series, frankly, on so many of the things you write about, but we have limited time this morning. But I got to get to this. You know, you just what does it mean? What does it mean that money doesn't buy happiness? Is the opposite true? Are most of the people you deal with who have millions in the bank, are they depressed? Are they sad? Are they are they dissatisfied with life? What is there a balance where someone can just, you know, money may not be buy happiness, but thank God, nonetheless, they're able to find happiness from other avenues. How would you? Describe the 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 um, Rashi and Tosfos on that famous money doesn't buy happiness. It's a great question, Nachum. So I have very very happy clients. I have very very fulfilled clients. I have very very depressed clients and empty clients. I have come across some of the most extraordinarily wealthy people that are so miserable and some of the most extraordinarily wealthy people that are so fulfilled. It isn't the money that is bringing the happiness and the fulfillment. Money is an enabler. Money is a something that you can set your sights on and say, I want it. But the question is why? If a person lives with a higher meaning to their life, with a higher purpose to their life, money can facilitate so much fulfillment and happiness. You can give so much more. You can, you can help so many others. You can do so many meaningful things with money. Or money can become a goal which destroys your entire life. It can become this thing that you believe is going to bring happiness and fulfillment to you, and then when you get it, you find the opposite. You, find like you, you feel like you were tricked, and you feel empty and you feel like you wasted your life. So the clients that I work with that are extraordinarily happy, fulfilled people are those that leverage money, and they do so many great things with it. They leverage fame and do so many great things with it. You talked about the basketball player that became from. I have clients that have gone through such incredible things with their fame and their recognition. They've helped so many people. They sit on so many boards. They're the... They're the chairman of organizations. People come to them for advice. They don't have a minute. I have clients that are retired that don't have a minute. They get up 6 o'clock in the morning, and they go to sleep at night exhausted. Their phones don't stop ringing. You would think that these people are coasting through their, their retirement years, and they're so busy reaching out and helping others. And, and, providing, and, and when they say and, nothing <laughs> makes them happier than to do that, they, they mean it. It's not a line. They they really mean it because until you've tasted real happiness and fulfillment and you've bought into the four paw fake transient artificial one that a quick fix money could buy you, you don't really know. You're not a connoisseur. So I work with some of the most incredible people, some of the most successful people, people that I've learned so much from. And yes, they are wealthy. But I could tell you that I've learned just as much from some of the poorest people that I know. Yeah. 
Nah, people that live every day yeah. and I was like just, it's their last, and, I was, and they take advantage yeah, of and, time. And I was just thinking of some of the people I know from this neighborhood, frankly, who are among the happiest I've ever met and have no money in the bank but never stop doing things for others, and that's what makes them the happiest. So I guess it's like exactly. that on every level. Uh, exactly. And um, and the... The I mean I mean I, I actually saw a story once which I found to be unbelievable I, I, I watched a story a documentary about somebody who was homeless and won the lottery and I'm not talking about three million dollars no like a hundred million dollars and yep. and lost it all and his daughter was interviewed and she said he was never happier than when he didn't have to worry about that money he was happier being on the street without anything in the bank than when he had the hundred million and took a week to go through it <laughs> like, it's a chapter in my book Nachum. it's a chapter in my book about the lottery curse and right. it's such a it's such a powerful idea it is such a powerful idea on why that's true and how many clients have told me over the years Couples, we were so much happier when we had so much less. What a powerful statement. What, what an unbelievable quote. Naftali Horowitz is with us. The book is called You Revealed, A Torah Path to a Life of Success. Um, an Art Scroll release. And please, folks, when you order it today, artscroll.com, use promo code radio. It's only to your advantage. Um, you know, I don't want to give people the impression that this book is all about money and happiness or so many other things you write about and and... And frankly, if I had to pick one word to describe this book, it would be potential. I, I think you're trying to help people reach their potential. You're trying to give them the confidence they need. You're trying to give them the tools they need uh, to to really, you know, push away all the negativity and all the negative things that are in the way and, and realize full potential. You know, uh, Dennis Prager always says happiness is a choice. I, I, I think that in your book... I learned that mediocrity is a choice. If someone is mediocre, if someone's not accomplishing, if someone feels lazy, if someone feels lazy and manifests, you know, and their life manifests their laziness, uh, I think that that you could argue that that just like happiness, that that is a choice. Can can we say that definitively? That mediocrity is ab, a choice. Ab, ab, first of all, you you framed my book better than I could have. <laughs> the, the answer is exactly that. That's where the word revealed is. It, it, it's all about bringing out your potential, and without a question, mediocrity is a choice. My kids know that Tati's not allergic to food. He's allergic to mediocrity. Yeah. I tell my kids all the time, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. Just don't be mediocre. It's just, funny. Just excel. It's excel. funny because in my house, the, the phrase is always work ethic. You know, again, pursue whatever you want, but but you know, take it seriously and go for it. You know, be passionate right. about it, and and again, that's that's I don't want to say a cure, but it's certainly you know a different path than a mediocre one would be. But why is there so much media? And and let's assume for a moment again, you're dealing with a lot of clients, a lot of people, a lot of people in the real world, quote unquote, who have made it. Is there a lot of mediocrity out there? So the the, the definition of mediocrity is gonna is gonna alter depending on the person. And there are certain parts of our life where we're extraordinary and certain parts of our life where we are mediocre and we've settled for just being average. And, and as I write in the book, successful living and really being fulfilled is coming to a place of self-actualization, which means that we've brought out the potential in all the areas of our life. And that's what, that's, I have a client, she's, she's turning, I mean, it's unbelievable, she's turning 92 and this woman doesn't stop. 
things that she couldn't do last year, she can do this year. And she has a plan for next year and the year after and the year after that and the year after that. I've watched this woman become a sculptress at 87. I watched her write a book at 89. So there, people, people have to appreciate that time and life are so precious. You, you, actually, that, you actually write in the book you were frustrated with someone who said to you, well, I'm already 40 or 50, whatever the figure was, whatever the number was, but you felt that was a terrible response when you were asking about you know, their accomplishments and what they're trying to do. Exactly. Every day of life is precious. I mean, what difference does it make how old you are? We can accomplish with time the same no matter how old we are. So going back to your question, so I have clients that are extraordinary in certain areas and could be making money, could be in philanthropy, but they have work to do in other areas, such as getting along with their children, such as, you know, treating their spouses with respect or so on and so forth. And, and therefore, they are extraordinary and mediocre at the same time. So, you know, the book is meant to open up the person to this vista, to this idea that potential lies in every area of their life and that they should be looking constantly for growth. Uh, you mentioned the categories that we're always striving for. And again, whether it's right to strive for them or not is another story. But the reality is we're always striving for money, right, wealth. And I think that we would say that's even beyond Parnassa because you probably have met people that have you know, money in the bank to live on and have a good Parnassa but feel it's never enough. Uh, the, you talk about fame and celebrity, right? You're always looking for a to advance in that area where, where you know, people would, I guess we'd call it more notoriety. Would that be what the desire is, to have more notoriety? Correct. And, and, that's, and that's, I guess, again, just like money, not always a bad thing, just depends on your approach to it, right? Depends on how exactly. you... Depends on how you is, is there another category, or is, are those the two basic things that human beings, especially in this country, and the way the media brainwashes us, are those basically the two things that people are after? Yes, and I think, you know, probably pleasure. Right, um, right, right. I forgot, I, forgot about rec- I forgot about recreation, and boy, do you give it to us over the head of the book about recreation time. The, the, US, the U.S. has destroyed the human neshama with, with, the, with, the, right. with the incredible uh, notion that one— and, I, and by the way, I'm not in any way minimizing you know, getting away when necessary <laughs> and you know, grabbing a break with your wife and family and you know, having a nice vacation, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about— uh, uh, Of course. Our of course, I, I write. I, I quote Rashak Zatal in the book, who says that you know the biggest challenge of today's generation is that we think we're here to have fun and enjoy ourselves, right? And 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 just take it easy. Um, but that doesn't bring fulfillment and pleasure. Because there's a That's difference. What I was because it's about before. Because there's a difference between fun and happiness. That's correct. Right. That's correct. Yeah. No, that makes sense. There's a sense. big difference between entertainment and fulfillment. Right. Uh, you attribute it to the Satan, and and again in our uh, in our community uh, with our orientation that makes sense because we know that there is this evil inclination that's within us. But you mm-hmm. you attribute to the Satan quotes like "Oh, who has the time and energy? Oh, what's wrong with being average? Oh, it's just too difficult. I'm too strong. I'm, uh, uh, it's just too difficult. I meaning the Sutton. I'm too strong. You'll never succeed. Oh, I don't have any mazel. Right? The Sutton convinces you that that the stars are never aligned with you, and no matter what you touch, you know, it doesn't turn to gold. It you know goes the other way. It, it, I mean, this God put this in us, right? God put this this what? this uh, unbelievable force. You know, even on the laziness front that you that you um, speak about. 
you know, it, as as much as one tries to convince themselves that this is a bad thing that I'm lounging around and doing nothing, uh, and to the detriment of my family very often, right? You write about that, how there are people who, you know, who need to get up, get a job, and, and make sure their family doesn't go homeless, and that doesn't in, inspire them enough to get out there. The power of this evil inclination is is enormous, and I think that that might be an important reality we have to face before trying to fix things, right? Yeah, so... Um... I, I turned the Sutton into my adversary, and I want to turn the Sutton into everyone's adversary. Because as I write in the book, and I touch on some very deep things in there, we each have a very powerful sphere in us called Netzach, the, the, the sphere that drives us to win when we know we're in a competition. And I use this approach for myself and others so successfully. Most people associate those thoughts and those feelings and those put-downs with themselves, and therefore they tolerate them. And when you tolerate the voice of, I can't, someone else can, your life is going to be one long stream of mediocrity, if not worse. Yeah. So the way you turn that around is you start to recognize that you're in, a, you're in a battle, you're in a confrontation, and the last thing you want is your enemy to win. And the rebellion and put the something in us, because that is how we earn the next world, and that is... That is the challenge that we overcome that builds us to be greater people. And I think that the thing that clicks in people's minds sometimes and that turns their life around, and I've seen this miraculously happen, is once I show them who they're listening to and what that thing wants their life to look like, that gets you angry. And it should. It, it should. And then you go to battle. But but that's but that's that's the fear. I think it should get you angry. I think unfortunately, in too many cases, it doesn't. Correct. But it should get you angry. And then you, if you if you don't realize who it is, you end up hating yourself. Yeah. You end up putting yourself down. It's not you. You, as I write in the book, and as I outlined in the beginning, you are much. You are beyond that, beyond any word. You are a Holy Spirit, and you have unbelievable potential and capability. Yeah. Something inside of you is trying not to let that happen. The book is called You Revealed. Naftali Horowitz is with us. There's two things I must get to before we wrap up. The first is, uh, I mean, look, I've been talking about you know so many things that your book is centered on. I haven't even mentioned self-confidence yet. How, how, how does one... Um, and by the way, remember confidence, like many other things, is something that's deeply rooted. It could be from you know experiences from when you were a kid. Uh, it could be for the way you know parents handled somebody. I mean, you know, self confidence is one of those things that's really you know a lifetime battle. I would say, uh, somebody comes in and to you it's obvious that th- there's a lack of self confidence and this would be a tremendous boon for them if they were able to incorporate some confidence into their lives. What approach do you use? How do you get them to turn that around? So I had a long call yesterday. I've had several long calls the last few days with people that read the book and called me. And I would say that 75% of the people that I speak to that are struggling, struggle with self-confidence, self-esteem, um, confidence. There's so many words that we throw around. And right. it's, it's a topic for an entirely different book. Really, it is. And I don't really take that apart all that much because this book is meant to to really touch on those things without sounding like a, psych- a psychology book. Um, so the answer is, I there are some very deep things in that book. 
And the first thing I want to encourage the reader is to learn the book. We're used to reading books and just, you know, we read them and we expect them to change us. But real change doesn't come from reading. It comes from learning. And many of the people that have written to me that have already read the book said, I read the book and now I'm going back to learn the book. <laughs> so there's, there's several chapters in that book that really take apart from a deep deeper sense what self-confidence and self-esteem is. And the way I wrote this book is the way I think. When, when I was a kid, I used to, you know, my, my father would say, oh, the vacuum cleaner's broken, and i try to figure out how the vacuum cleaner is supposed to work, what are the, what are the mechanics of the vacuum cleaner, and then I'd fix it. Um, and that's kind of the way I, I think about self. So where does confidence come from? Where does self-esteem come from? I write about that in the book. But I think the most powerful idea that I share in that book is in one of the deepest chapters that I rewrote probably ten times. And that's the idea of the ten spheros and the idea of building confidence by taking tasks and completing them. Any task. Confidence is built on success. Success is built on finishing something. It doesn't matter what it is. And when, when people look at this huge mountain called life or whatever achievement they're trying to tackle, and it's this big, overwhelming thing, they just cower away and go back to their comfort zone. Yep. But when you give people tasks that are bite-sized and that they can succeed at, it doesn't matter what it is, and they focus all their attention on succeeding at one thing, that begins the kernels of self-confidence. If I can do this, I can do that. If I can do that, I can do that. Because the person, we, right, because the person who feels they're overwhelmed or expresses that they're overwhelmed usually is looking at a much bigger picture than what you're describing. Exactly. And Rav Nachman of Bressel says it the best. He says that the Sutton wants us to look at this big thing and then just walk away. Hayoim im bikoloi tishmo, says Rav Nachman. What can you do today to live more successfully? Forget about tomorrow. The, the caller that I, the person I spoke to yesterday, kept saying, "And what's going to happen after that? And what's going to happen after that?" I said, "Nothing's going to happen after that. We're just focused on today's daf. Forget about tomorrow's daf. Today's daf. Can we finish today's daf? Right. We can finish today's daf. <laughs> when you do that, one day you wake up and say, "Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm a different person." You know, I'm going to finish shots. The famous, uh, the famous sports radio announcer, Art Russ Jr., used to end his show by saying, yesterday's a canceled check, tomorrow is a promissory note, today's all we've got. <laughs> so, exactly. And, by, and since you're in the world of finance, you, you, I'm sure you'll be inclined to use that quote now. But, That's but, correct. <laughs> but that is all we got. Finally, i, I got to ask you this before we wrap up. Only because I think that that this topic is really prevalent and one that people are concerned about, especially in our community where people, I think, don't really want to be lazy. I think people want to be motivated but find themselves in in ruts at different times. You write on page 265, laziness is rooted in fear of failure. Could you just explain that, again, not medically, but could you explain the psychology? Why is it that somebody, you know, who's acting in a lazy manner, it's much deeper than just, oh, I don't have the strength or energy or desire to get up and do something. It's rooted in a fear of failure. How do you reconcile that? So I dissect laziness into two categories. Um, There is the laziness that comes from just 
wanting to underexert, feeling that comfort and pleasure and rest is a more comfortable place to be. That's one, one, one form of laziness. And the second one is fear of failure. The fear of failure is very, very deep-rooted. Deep down in the, in the subconscious of the person, they are afraid to think less of themselves, which is what will happen if they try and fail. So the expression of that is they're just lethargic, they're just hesitant, they procrastinate, and they themselves often don't know why. They, they'll tell you, well, I haven't made up my mind, or I'm too tired, or I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. And when you speak to them and you uncover and you unwrap what's really going on, they're just afraid of trying and failing. And then, and then what are they really afraid of? They're afraid that failure will tell them something about themselves that they don't want to know. Yeah. And they would rather not try. Because not trying, to, in, in, that, in that state of mind, they think won't bring failure when we all know that brings even greater failure. So I've seen this in so many people. Once they face that fear of, you know, failure, and I would say, so what? Name me one successful person that doesn't have a string of failures, yeah. one after another. You, you have to embrace failure. Failure is your friend. Boy, <laughs> you, you heard that sigh, huh? <laughs> Failure is your friend. Sometimes hard to believe, frankly. It is, but you know what? We read it in, 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 in the success books of others. Yeah, no question about it. I can write a book of just my failures. You it know, would be a lot thicker than the one you're reading now. You know, it's funny. You, you talk about our history, Tanakh, Talmud, etc. We We have so many personalities who overcame this or overcame that. I don't remember ever reading about someone who overcame laziness in our tradition. Like, I don't remember that ever being a, a thing that, that they made it known that they were afraid of failure, that they, you know, would rather not pursue. And they went, out. you know, it's funny because I could think of somebody that I know, you know, that I came across during my life who literally did what you just described, who was, who was you know, who, who became motivated to go and do something and accomplished a great deal. And when confronted with, you know, you of all people, I remember the first 20 years of your life, you were doing nothing. And, and it came out basically like, you know, I just went for it. I went for it and, uh, and overcame this fear that I had to, um, to do something and not have it be a great success. My and- wife came home yesterday, Nachum, from a, an event that she helped host. And she asked one of her friends to get up and speak. And uh, she got up and she did a marvelous job. And right after she finished speaking, one of the women came up to her and said, I can't believe you, you spoke. We were in high school. You never opened your mouth. And she said, right, that's when I was in high school. I'm no longer in high school. Right? So I remember the first time I had to speak in public. My yeah. father put me up when I was 11 years old by my Bobby's yard side suit. I had all my first cousins sitting there waiting for me to make a fool out of myself. It was the most difficult audience I've ever spoken of, and I failed miserably. That's it. That's, that is life. You fail miserably the first time, perhaps, or maybe not that miserably. <laughs> the successful people yeah. learn something, brush themselves off, and they get up and they try again. Yep. You go out on a limb because that's where all the fruit is, right? Exactly. 
You uh, have the best lines. I should have pulled the story of the book. It's all about age. Once you once you once you've been through the life experience of these years, you end up with a lot of good quotes. Uh, you revealed is the name of the book, a Torah path to a life of success. Naftali Horowitz is the author. Our friends at Art Scroll have made it available worldwide at artscroll.com, and they've made it even more attractive for our listeners. When you go to the site, all of Art Scroll's three thousand titles, including this one, Naftali Horowitz you revealed are available at 20% off and free shipping with no minimum if you use promo code radio. And as I always say, continue to use promo code radio all the time. Uh, We want to make sure to be able to bring you these types of uh, conversations uh, for a long, long time. They only enhance um, both myself and the people listening in our audience. Naftali Horowitz, I wish you the best of luck with this. Uh, I, I would assume that, how long has this been out already, the book? About a week and a half to two weeks. And it sounds like you're getting amazing reaction already, so that's a good sign. Yes, Baruch Hashem. Thank you so much for your time, Nachum. I really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. It was really amazing, and uh, continued success, continued Hatzlacha to you. Naftali Horowitz, the book is You Revealed, and you're listening to a very special Wednesday edition of JM in the AM, and a reminder that our adventure through books continues this week, tomorrow on this program in the 8 o'clock hour. It'll be the... Uh, It'll be one fifth of the of the crew of five accomplished ladies who are behind between carpools. Their book is called Dinner Done. It's a brand new cookbook. We explore it tomorrow in the eight o'clock hour with Leah Shapira right here at JM in the AM.
Schmelzer mit der Bruche. Buri hat
Hey, I want to thank the listener who writes that uh, they always get their boys a book for Friday night of Hanukkah, and this rabbi nailed it. <laughs> That's great. After rabbi Naftali Horowitz, I'm sure, is happy about that. Uh, thanks for having such intriguing guests on JM&AM along with fabulous music. Thank you. Everybody out there can get the book. Use promo code radio when you uh, check out at artscroll.com. Scranton's checking in. Apparently it's cold in Scranton this morning, I bet. It's 35 here. It's got to be colder in Scranton, I would bet. Tomorrow, it's uh, Leah Shapiro from uh, Dinner Done. That's the name of the book, Dinner Done, from the um, Between Carpools group. Dinner Done, tomorrow, 8 o'clock hour, right here at JM&AM. You know, people people do write uh, suggestions for questions, which I do appreciate, on the app here at uh, NSN, the NSN app. And I apologize, I don't get to them always during the conversation themselves. But uh, very often there's some valuable um, insights from our listeners, and they are much appreciated. Even if I don't get to it, I don't want you to think they're not appreciated. They certainly are, to say the least. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including... No nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code RADIO and try A&H today. By the way, you may want to go to the A&H website and start ordering for Hanukkah because I don't think there is a uh, a better Hanukkah present in the world of kosher food than a basket of A&H products. That would, be, that would make someone's Hanukkah really, really special. That much I can tell you. <laughs> they would be very happy about that. <laughs> that arrives, whoo, the Hanukkah celebration would begin if it hadn't already. That's for sure. Um, Yoni Pollock and Bite Size coming up at uh, 9 a.m. 11 o'clock, it's Avrami. Avrami invites you to uh, enjoy a live lunch with him between 11 and 1 o'clock. So make sure to be tuned in for that. Uh, don't touch that dial, as we like to say. Plenty of great programming coming up here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And we want you to be able to uh, take advantage, to tune in and uh, enjoy all that great music. Or I should say, uh, yeah, all that great programming. That would be a way of saying it. Uh, this is a recent one, assuming I could find it. Here we go. This is a recent one from uh, Avramo. Avram, we're doing a lot of Avram Freed today here at JM in the AM. Tatiyo, 
Bright, the free town ain't a fire in a world like this. So we pray for the city with a fire on our lips. Yerushalayim, we see peace in the world with Avi the Levante and Nisim Black. Avremo before that. Tomorrow morning, the book is called Dinner Done Between Carpools, is the brand. We speak with Leah Shapiro tomorrow in the eight o'clock hour. It's available now at artscroll.com. 20% off free shipping if you use promo code radio. How do you like that? Use it. Use it all day long. <laughs> Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Plenty coming up, including Yoni Pollock and Bite Size. Avrami with a live lunch between 11 and 1. You're sitting at your desk. There is no better way to do your work and get everything done than with Avrami's live lunch. And if you're in Israel, it's toward the end of the day. Tune in in your car, in your home, wherever you might be. You'll hear great live presentations of great radio and wonderful music. Check it out on the uh, NSN network and uh, feel free to comment at any time during the uh, day on the NSN app. Go to the uh, NSN Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Single reminding you remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. Yeah.